Standing up. Is that better? Sticking straight up at my face yeah, is how I like it. I'm a big Lindsey Graham fan. Because I'm going to jerk off so much today at work. Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I am the host of the program, episode 223. Inching closer to 227, by the way. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for being a part of our world. Thank you for reaching out. If you want to be one of the people that reaches out, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. You can also call the show, 949-464-TBLS. A lot of activity on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast group. I don't know how... I think you can just search that. I have to approve you. I don't know why. I'm not sure how any of that works. You can just be my friend. And then then if you're my friend, then I can add you to the group or whatever. If I see some rando that I don't know from the real world wants to friend me on Facebook, I usually invite them to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast group anyway because that's what I assume they want. Unless it's like some chick and she looks like she's in Brazil and she's got a big fat butt in all her pictures that you can see, then I usually decline because that's not, that's not really her. That's just, there's some, there's some gain to that. It's, I think they want to like sell Oakley's on your page or something. I'm not really sure, but usually I decline them. So if you are a Brazilian chick with a big fat round butt and you want to be friends with me, but you're real, you might, you might want to put some kind of message so that I know it's you. Um, because usually I decline those. Um, also iTunes, we got into the iTunes reviews last week. Those reviews really help the progress of the show. It helps us connect to more people. So if you could just go on there, cause like 1% of the people that listen every week have done this. If you could just go on there and leave a five star review and a, and a comment, uh, a rating, five-star rating and a review for the show. That would be really cool. iTunes. And also Patreon. We've been slacking in Patreon, and the person that handles the Patreon told me yesterday that we've seen a lot of decline in our Patreon contributions. So um, I'm going to fix that. We're going to do more Patreon content. We're going to do you know exclusive stuff. So if you want to support the show and can afford to, make a financial contribution to help the show that we do for free that would be really cool go to patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle and um, make a contribution there Uh, joining me now he's here every week he is beloved by the listenership to a man Uh, of course i am talking about ed daily ed how are you buddy doing well uh i have a local hoboken story and I have an obituary to read you. Which would you prefer first? Um, well, the, the they're both. I want to hear them both. Let's do the Hoboken thing because I'm picturing it involving somebody in a velour sweatsuit with no shirt on <laughs> and, a, and a gold chain. I did walk by. I don't know about velour, but I did walk by. There's a there are a few social clubs. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And one was like the Juventus, which I think is a, a Italian soccer team, but the Juventus so- Social Club. Yeah. And I heard uh, like three guys shout back and forth, forget about it, forget about it. It's like, wow, this is like it's playing real. into, yes. uh, like this is this is a super st- stereotype right now. But anyway, uh. <laughs> um, which was just funny, but like, it's not that, I mean, Hoboken is mostly, I don't know if this is still the term used, but it's. It's mostly like yuppie kind of right. type thing, but there it's are like, it's like this, there are it's like the sixth borough. It's like yeah, mini there, mini Manhattan. But there, <laughs> there, there were three guys shouting "forget about it" louder on top of each other. I was like, "Where, where the that. fuck am I?" You're in a scene um, from a movie. You're in a yeah. Bronx Tale. But a friend sent me an article, and it was from the Daily Mail, so grain of salt, of course, but. Mm. It was like Tom Jones's secret busker son is in a New Jersey town in Hoboken. Tom Jones has a son. Shut up. Who's, who's just performing like by the path train. And I saw a picture of him. I didn't recognize him. But I mean, but now you're going to be on so, the lookout. Yeah. I mean, Jesus has been my guy, although he doesn't yeah. busk. He just he just kind of is. But it, it said dad has not recognized him, what? but he's Tom Jones's son. And I got to tell you, when you're not super tan with a perm and showing a lot of chest, yeah. it's tough to really know if Tom Jones, you know, how how, how would we know it's Tom Jones' son well, until this article? Well, I mean, the rumor is that Tom Jones is walking around with a fat piece of Scottish haggis in his pants. Mm. Like, he's... He's apparently like the eighth richest person in Great Britain. Well, that's like, the other thing. Crazy. He's he's super wealthy, so he should be taking care of his kid. Like, what's right. what's going on? He could he could save his son's life with a rounding error. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> you know? ch- chip him off. Like, uh, is a hundred grand going to really change much for Tom Jones? Also, Tom Jones is old as fuck. He's got to start right. parsing Can't that out. With you, Tommy. Yeah, it's. Anyway, his son's a busker in my mile squared town. Dude, so I should look for him. Dude, you got to get a video. I'll you get gotta, him on the pod. Yeah, yeah, you got to you got to get a, do a brief interview with it's him. Not unusual. Something. I read this thing. I'm sure he'd really appreciate it if I asked him to like make requests, like do kung fu fighting. <laughs> get him off. Get him off. You no, know, I'm a serious artist. Just, no, 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 kung fu fighting. No, when you, if you see him, just go quickly. And take off your tidy whities and then just walk up and throw your throw your underpants at them because that's that's <laughs> what they do in that right. family. Um, it, it is it is it's, weird. I was reading today in in Vulture, um, the, an excerpt from Harold Ramis's daughter's book, and Harold Ramis had an illegitimate child oh, no. with the director with Amy Heckerling, the director oh, of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes, like it's just we're just the weird, the strangest person you would think to have it doesn't a, seem like a guy who's throwing it around no, but apparently apparently like I, if michael douglas comes course, out like that kind of yes, guy of course right. but ramus like he's a nerd he was the nerd ghostbuster yeah. but apparently he was slinging Spangler, dick. yeah Spangler does doesn't throw his dick around yeah had had a kid that he didn't he didn't acknowledge until uh-huh. um later in life loved his work yeah yes he was very funny um, All right. Let yes. me read you this. This it's a quick obit that. Oh yeah, the obit. Just, yeah. All right. 
Kathleen Demlo. Kathleen Demlo, and then in parentheses, Shunk, because I guess the maiden name, was born on March 19th, 1938, to Joseph and Gertrude Shunk of Wabasso. She married Dennis Demlo at St. Anne's in Wabasso in 57 and had two children, Gina and Jay. In 62, she became pregnant by her husband's brother, Lyle Demlo, and moved to California. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were raised by her parents in Clements, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Shunk. She passed away on May 31st, 2018 in Springfield and will now face judgment. She will not be missed by Gina and Jay, and they understand that this world is a better place without her. Those obituaries cost money. Yeah, those kids fucking roughed her up in death. Clearly have not been to therapy. Like each paragraph, it's like, oh, that's not good. That's not good. And then the hammer in the last paragraph. Well, I like how it builds. Like just slowly, you're like, wait, this is pretty intriguing. Like somebody has some skills. Yeah. She was, she was 80 or yeah, 80. And then it got worse and worse. She will not be missed. It's, it's weird for a, like you have to have a, as a woman, you have to have a severe issue with your brain chemistry to abandon a child because it's, it's in the nature of our species that you care for the children. You're connected to them. Meanwhile, we as guys, we are the heroes because we fucking sling it around. Like we're all we are compelled to do is just fire hose seed into everything that we see. Just come, come, come everywhere we can as quick as we can, as often as we can. But we don't, we choose to stay with our children. That's the (laughs) difference. Like it is something that goes against our nature that we have to fight and we choose to stick around. Whereas you guys, it's just required of you. You don't have any choice. It's just in you to take care of the kids unless you're that shunk lady. Yeah. It's, it's, funny how or it's not funny it's sad but doing like dad stuff like if you're if you're like looking after your kid you're with the kid in the park yeah like you're graded on a curve people think you're doing something fantastic when you're just kind of showing up yeah yeah. like the bar is super low with dads yeah i and i tell my kids that all the time i'm like uh, all i want is for you to have my face in your memories because when it's, when you're 30 and maybe something's going, not going right in your life at that moment, you can't go, well, my dad was never around. Cause guess what? Dickhead. I was there. I'm there for fucking everything. So whether you like me or not, I was around. Um, I want to talk about the star Wars thing, but did you, do you, did you have a primary election in your um, town today? Not 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 like that crazy jungle thing in California. There was like the the shitty um, New Jersey senator. Like there's Cory Booker and this other guy that's just a wealth of problems over the years. But he's he's running against somebody who's who he's going to destroy. Yeah, but 
I put in a vote for his opponent just for, for the sake. Yeah, I have a real piece of shit congressman. My congressman is Dana Rohrbacher, and he's oh, I read about it. Yeah, he's been the congressman for thirty years, and he doesn't really do anything. He takes a lot of like taxpayer trips. He doesn't do like make any legislation, but he shows up in a Hawaiian shirt every year at the Fourth um, <laughs> of July parade. And he's the, you, if you look at the shape of the district, it's just fucking ridiculous because it like, w- it cuts like a tiny little thin wedge into like really white Republican territory, which is where I live. It's like, it doesn't make, it's like the, it's looks like a, um, like Gorbachev's, uh, birthmark, his district, but people are like finally sick of his shit. So, um, hopefully we've voted him out, but I did, I do, um, absentee, which is the way to vote. They, I mean, obviously we should be able to vote on our phones, but they don't want it to be easy to vote for obvious reasons. Uh, so, but, so one of the easiest ways to vote is through absentee ballot. They just mail you the thing and then you just mail it back. But the problem is you got to mail it back on or before election day, which I fuck up about. 75% of elections. So I had to do the thing where I filled it out and then I had to drive to the polling place and hand it to a poll worker. So my vote would get counted, which is basically the same as just going in and voting. Like I didn't, I didn't save myself any time, but I did see a lot of people. And I did an Insta story about this today. People that, Oh, wait, hold on. I did a, <laughs> I did, a, I did today. I did. And oh my God, the computer's not responding. I wasn't ready. I did an Insta story today. <laughs> I could have a shower right before bed. Or maybe take an Uber and get some loadhead on my Insta story. Don't be boring on my Instagram. story today sort of mocking these people that are just way too happy with themselves for voting you see a lot of it on instagram and twitter like people are just really they really want you to know that they did their civic duty and voted and everything and we get it like you voted you're have certain political beliefs that you that you're happy about, but you're really happy about doing something that everybody, unless you're a felon or from Australia, you have access to. So it's not it's not really like that cool of a thing to vote. That's all. Uh, I, it's not cool, but it's it's pretty sad when. Well, no one uh, does it, especially in a when primary. People don't do it. Yeah, it's like, dude, do something. Then you end up with thirty years of Dana Rohrbacher. Um, what's so speaking of voting? People on the internet vote with their comments, and we were talking about this earlier today. They, the, the Star Wars nerds are not very cool to people that they don't like that act in Star Wars movies, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I was reading this thing, and, um, what, like a first time, but pretty major character. Um, geez, I'm trying to find the story, but, um, this, this girl who was, who had a key role in the most recent movie, just the Star Wars nerds came all after her, uh, with all kinds of racist. I mean, she's, she's, uh, was she Chinese or I, I'm trying to, uh, I would say, yeah, 
think she's Chinese, but so she in the is, most in the most recent Star Wars. Wait, her name's like Fam, right? Maybe Vietnamese. Then that's Vietnamese Fam. I, I think her name is Fam. Sorry, um, um, but she had to delete her Instagram page, and uh, they were putting on her Wikipedia page, which is like the Star Wars Wikipedia. I mean, it's not hard to figure out, but right. Ching Chong Wing Tong was her name. And they described her as stupid, autistic, and retarded. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and like, she acted we, in a movie. No. Yeah. She acted in a movie and it was not your cup of tea. Now, I, again, I'm not, I'm not a, like a super Star Wars guy, but I, I actually did like the last couple movies. Yeah. And some people like the, the newer versions. Some people don't. Most people hated the, the prequels of Jar Jar Binks, but like, I think the newer ones, the, People have have a uh, a thought in their head that it should be a certain way. That, Rogue like, One was pretty seven. good. Yeah, is that what yeah, it's called? When Rogue One seven. Yeah. yeah, but I no, but I liked it. What is Last Jedi? I like yeah. these. It was okay, but I didn't. I don't. I don't care deeply about no. them. But because this doesn't live up to some fantasy when you're eight years old and you're writing a movie in your head, like these guys, and it's it's not it's not eighteen year old guys. All the guys are white guys our age. Right. That have losers. strong opinions on Star losers. Wars. Losers, you're such a fucking loser. Huge losers. And they're going to be racist. Like, yeah. I mean, what, what fucking planet do you live on that you need, you need everything to be exactly the way it was when you were a kid? Right. And, uh, and go back and watch those movies. Not that good, guys. The but fucking that, Return I mean, of the Jedi. Are you kidding me? That's my whole point when people are like, oh, you know, George Lucas really ruined his legacy with the prequels and i i didn't the prequels were pretty bad but if you look at the dialogue of princess leia and all these it was it was really bad oh my the, god the ewoks uh, luke skywalker is a whiny little bitch the only reason you fucking are nostalgic for those movies is because you saw them when you were five years old right and and when people would would post on facebook or twitter they'd be like Oh, these movies have ruined my childhood. Like, what kind of fucking childhood did you have? Ruin your childhood? What exactly were you up to? You're a fucking loser. And this this poor girl, and I saw her, I want to say, on Conan, and she was very sweet. Like, this is her first acting job, and she got a pretty major part. Or, like, first first major. She said she was temping at some place, and she got a call at, like, her lunch break. Hey, you got the you got like the key part in Star Wars, and she was psyched, and she said she went back to work that afternoon to finish off her shift, and like she was very happy and nice, and and to think that people are just shitting on her because they didn't agree with what their eight year old self liked. I mean, fuck you, this is fucking Star Wars nerds. This it is, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. This is the same movie that had like f- like flying little furry bird things like yes. as a major character in the movie like like comic relief and and Carrie Fisher RIP and and she was uh, flying through space right she was flying through space Carrie Fisher and Luke Skywalker Mark Hamill they were doing like borscht belt um repartee like but they were doing like little right. jokey routines it was it was bad like this and even Mark Hamill was b- bitching about it and like right. buddy this was the best like deep scenes you got in your entire career. It's true. It's true. Like, right. He was like, this isn't my Luke Skywalker. Hey buddy, your Luke Skywalker Walker sucked. <laughs> like this, 
at least this gave you some depth that you were kind of conflicted about being a Jedi and stuff. Every other part you had was garbage. But but the Asian chick was, was not even the thirtieth worst thing about that movie. Like yeah, if you're she, really going to nitpick, she was fine. She was bubbly. She was you know she was fine. Like she yes. she brought an enthusiasm and like these fucking people that like this has ruined their life and they're going to get super loser. racist. Fuck off, you're a fucking loser. You're the same. Aside from Chewbacca, there are no given. No. Maybe Lando. Yeah. Like there are no like really cool things. Like I like these movies. I, yeah, I fully admit, like I like them fine. They're entertaining to watch with my sons, but like come on. What what are we watching here? You know, if you this girl ruin your childhood, if you fuck if off. you go to somebody you dislike or you don't not even you you don't even know this person. You don't you disliked a movie they were in where they played a character where someone else wrote the words for them to say. If you go to their personal Instagram page and leave shitty comments because you didn't like a movie they were in. You're a fucking loser. That's a, the worst kind of loser. You're such the a worst. fucking loser. Like everything about you, nothing to society sucks. Like your fucking family hates you. Everybody at your fucking job hates your fucking guts because you're a negative fucking loser. You're the same cocksucker that leaves a fucking iTunes review on a podcast that you admit that you like go and, fuck yourself yes and you're probably like you're you're the stereotypical 40 year old virgin exactly you've got no place in your life guys in their no early 20s are not giving a shit that no, much no, about because they're all getting laid they're all getting laid it's, it's guys our age that were 8, 9 years old when these movies came out yeah, because their life sucks now, and they go, oh, when was my life good? Oh, my life was good when I was eight. That's when my life was good. So let's 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 go back. Yeah, let's go back and complain about shit that was good when I was eight, and now it sucks. Guess what? The shit is the same. It's you, loser. That's when you were good. The rest of your life has fucking sucked, and that's why you're here on this chick's Instagram page making racist comments because she's fucking Asian because her ancestors came from a different part of the world than you. You're a fucking loser. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. And yeah, no, there are no Asian people besides you. Like that's exactly right. You have to pretend these people don't exist. Yeah. Get out of here. It's nuts. Fuck face. Go fuck yourself. Uh, Anything else? Nah, that's it. Okay. Email. Dollars. Maybe it's just me, but I think a societal monster from the past is resurfacing. Use your name in conversation constantly, guy. The big power move of the 90s, 2000s salesman training, Zig Ziglar, to control a conversation by starting every sentence with the name of the person you're selling to is back. Brian, you know as well as I. Ed, I was thinking of you. Kate, believe me when I say every frickin' sentence. I get it. Mike, you know my name. Mike, I know what you're trying to do, Mike. Now fuck off, you salesman piece of shit. That guy's a monster, right? <laughs> TD Buddha in Green Bay. Ed, this guy's a monster, right? Yeah, the, the guy who's using your name over and over again? Yes. yes. yes um, it's funny how easy it is to see through salesman bullshit oh yeah totally like oh i can i can check with the back 
Like the last time I bought a car, two years ago, two and a half years ago, and like the guy was pulling salesman 101 stuff, and I was like, buddy, I, I know the game. He's like, this isn't a game. This is real life. Like he's trying to he's yeah. trying to use his his playbook. That's a hard I was gig. Like, I get it. And yeah. I was just bummed out that I had to just concede because right. I just wanted to get out of there with a car. Yeah. And I could tell he's weaseling for the last hundred dollars or something. But it's just it's it's so cheesy how they have to check with the back. Then the, the manager comes over and they pretend they're conferring over something. It's all the same bullshit. Using your name fourteen hundred times. Yeah. Hey, do you like getting deals? Yeah. Deal. Do you enjoy vacation? Like open ended asking these you know, asking these bullshit open ended questions. I mean, whether you're buying a mattress or a car, there are so many guys that are just full of cheesy shit. And it was it was something that hurt me when I was on Wall Street as a salesman. I I just didn't want to do that kind of stuff. But like on one level, you're still trying to sell somebody something that they might not want to sell. So my go to move was just let everybody talk about their favorite subject. Yeah, themselves. Yeah, get them going. Right? On the, let them let them order two steaks. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing the the move where I'm like, hey, do you like do you like good deals? Like bullshit questions. Like just let them talk about themselves. I um, guy likes Providence basketball. Talk about Providence basketball. Whatever. I, I, at my day job, I get. I have to get. You know, I buy a lot of the stuff for the company, and, and so. Oh. I get sold. So you're exposed to these assholes. Yeah, I'm like I'm the one that's got to talk to them, and it's, you know, it's just I have learned over the years just to fucking be a complete asshole. It's the only thing they'll understand. So I'll just be like, "Stop! This is not <laughs> a service that I've ever needed or will ever use. Please leave my office now." Like I just, I, you, if if you're not extremely <laughs> blunt, they won't go away. Uh, but I've, I've, I have a problem with this. At my coffee shop. So I was going to, you know, it's all Starbucks where I live. And in the, in the afternoon. Where you live, meaning yeah, the world yeah, at this that's point. True. That's true. But there's not, there's not like a local, you know, coffee shop. I, I'm just trying to act like I'm trying to, um, what do they call that? I'm trying to virtue signal that I would go to just a regular mom and pop coffee shop. If I had that option. <laughs> Just that like, hasn't been a thing. I'm like, right. Just letting you know. So I was going to one Starbucks and there was this girl that was working there and she got, you know, she had served me enough times that she knew my name and she was, she would always use my name and it made me uncomfortable. And she's like, Brian, Hey Brian, your coffee's ready. Brian, Brian, Brian. And so I switched Starbucks and I've been going to a different one. And now there's some kid at the other one that knows my name and he overused it. He must've used my name seven times the other day when, Hey Brian, how's it going? Hey, your order will be up in just a second, Brian. Here you go, Brian. And that's like, dude. And a lot of times, a lot of times I use aliases, but I can't really, you can't really do that at a place that you go every day because you know, I go by Carlos or uh, Randy and then I feel real stupid if they're calling me Carlos and Randy every day and I go there every day. Cause you're Randy. You're Randy for years if you do that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I just go I, with my regular name there. Yeah. I think I told you I I went to I used to belong to a corporate gym. You know, like okay. it was in the, the my the third floor of my building or whatever. Yeah. And the the main girl thought my name was Steve or something. And so I just went along with Let it once. And it. then I realized like for like two and a half years I had to respond to Steve. Yeah. That is kinda weird. 
right? Like you just awkward. like I, I I don't want the conversation. And you realize, oh, holy shit, she's here every day, and so am I. I'm Steve. I've got a I've got like an extra layer to my life that that I didn't want to have. Well, also, and you don't want to get caught in the situation where she calls you Steve in front of someone that knows your actual name when they're like, "What are you talking about? What? That's, that's fucking Ed. Steve. Yeah. Well, why do you answer to Steve the last seventy four times? Yeah, unbelievable. Um, speaking of people that answer to different handles, mm. Brian Colangelo, or, or as a sports anchor here locally in the early 2000s that retired because she married one of the richest agents in Hollywood. She was pretty hot. Used to, used to call him Brian Colangelo. Um, he, she also said, um, she also one time said that Pete Sampras was the best of his ERA. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most all time classic and she couldn't pronounce. It was like a classic thing. She couldn't pronounce like Glendale. She couldn't pronounce Glendale. So she'd be like, and the, um, the traffic's kind of heavy in Glendale. Anyway, (laughs) anyway. Off subject. Um, was she really hot? Like, super, what, su- super yeah. hot. Uh, her name's because yeah, name, you don't get away with that shit if you're not her, hot. She's a little older now. Her name's Lauren Sanchez. You can Google her. She she had some network gigs too along the way, but she's pretty attractive. And because of that, she married one of the richest agents in Hollywood. Uh, but off topic, Brian Colangelo. He answers to a lot of different names. Apparently, this has been a big story. Of late, and it's so fucking weird. I can't even get my mind around it. What's going on with Brian Colangelo, Ed? Well, it was a big week in Twitter. I mean, as we, I think we discussed last week, Roseanne blew herself up. Yeah. 70, 76ers forward Erson Ilyasova accidentally retweeted Squirt Pussy 2's tweet <laughs> that his account was temporarily suspended, and the president got all butt hurt that the Eagles weren't planning on showing up at the White House. <laughs> But the biggest story was the unraveling of Philadelphia 76ers GM Brian with a Y. Yeah, that's that yellow. Yeah, Brian, Brian Colangelo. <laughs> After extensive studying, the Ringer website noticed a pattern for some anonymous accounts. In short, those accounts were used to criticize his own players, slam former GM Sam Hinkie, give out his players' private medical information, and defend his shirt collars. After further investigation, the phone number linked to the Twitter accounts ends with the same two numbers as a phone number associated with Colangelo's wife, Barbara Bottini. Now, Brian with an I. Yes. Big distinction. How does Colangelo keep his job? He, I'm, how has he not been fired yet? Is it- I, that's, that's the thing. This story broke like the day we did the last podcast, right. and I thought for sure it would already be old news and he'd be fired. He's still on the job. Like even uh, what's his name Embiid, who seems pretty awesome. That guy, yeah, he's he was he was tweeting out shit about this. Well, you know, like joking about it. You know, everybody hates him. So when somebody gets into trouble, you find out what people really right. think about them because the other right. G- there's piling on. Right, if there's piling on, they hate him. The other GMs in the league were like openly criticizing him, like making fun of him. On Twitter, like with their real names, with their actual handles, just like ripping into them. Right. Like this, no fear of repercussions. Right. This guy is clearly not popular. And it makes sense because he made all these Twitter accounts 
to defend himself and his decisions and specifically yeah and specifically to not to make sure the guy that was doing his job before that drafted all the good players that made the team good didn't get any credit for what's happening now like it's a big deal to him and i know i'll never get this because these guys make so much fucking money like right. this is such a good job why would you do something so stupid there's 30 people that have the job you have and you've had it for a couple different teams. Yeah. Like it's, I would just be doing everything fucking by the book. I would not be having fake Twitter accounts. I would be very upfront and cordial and I'd shake everybody's hand and I call everybody by their fucking name and I would do everything to keep my fucking job because there's only so many of those. But these, these narcissists, these fucking crazy insecure people, they cannot control themselves they have to be on and also he was like following his son's basketball games and live tweeting them from his burner accounts oh no yeah so it's like it's have some plausible deniability like if i was going to make a a fake twitter i would specifically like i'd follow imagine dragons and like all like the maga right. Accounts. Throw them off the scent. Right. Like stuff like uh, the Big Bang Theory fan page and like. Right. I'd be liking all kinds of Jim Parsons tweets. Yes. Like all, like all. Yeah, like, throw them off the scent. Right. They, they would never think that was me because it's all shit that I've, I've been known to dislike. Yeah. Like I'd be I'm like. a big Lindsey Graham fan. Yeah. You, all the USC Trojans fan sites I'd be commenting on like, oh, we're looking good. Top 25 next year. Like all that kind of shit that I've, I'm a known dislike her of i would act like i was really into and then they'd be like oh there's no way that could be brian uh but this guy brian colangelo brian with a y colangelo he's soon to be out of a job i don't know what's there if they're like trying to negotiate a bio because i assume he's got a guaranteed contract so they're they're like hey we're, we don't want to pay the rest of this off because you look like shit and we're gonna make you look like more shit so um what's a number that we can both agree on that you can walk away and we can both keep our mouth shut about this because Right. When players are on your own team are clowning you like Embiid, like you, there's no going back to work. Like when your best player is just making fun of you nonstop, it's you, you have to, you have to be out. Yeah, there's you, no, there's no way you can be survived. You're a, you're a leader of men. Like they have to trust in your judgment. And first of all, you got Markel, you traded up to get Markel Fultz. Yeah, which, it was like a janky jump shot. Right, which doesn't seem like it was the best idea. Also, it's always a little telling when the first thing um, a draft pick wants to know when he gets drafted to a particular city is if they have Chick-fil-A there because that's <laughs> like the most important detail to him. That was a little concerning. But you already you're going to have to defend that. Like you just – just like walk the line, like just do, do your best and don't do stupid shit. So he's gone. And, and a buddy pointed out once again, this is a case of the son of a, a successful guy. Yeah. <laughs> like Jerry Colangelo was the guy. Yeah. The son. And I remember when the Knicks were good with the Pat Ewing era, the first GM that derailed everything was Scott Layden, Frank Layden's son. Like the the sons of successful guys, you really got to worry about them. Sure, there are exceptions, but for the most part, when you think of sons of famous successful guys, they usually suck. Um, it's true. 
Like, best case scenario, you get a Colin Hanks, who's like a good character actor. Yeah, that's a good point. You, it, like, Michael Douglas's kid has, has a drug problem. He's been in prison. Uh, what about? A lot of bad, famous sons. Yeah. Um, Ryan O'Neill. But the thing is, um, Ryan O'Neill's kind of a piece of shit. So that's not a good example because he's a piece of <laughs> yeah. shit and his kid's a he piece of shit. He probably was a terrible dad. Right. I don't, maybe it goes the opposite. Like, Johnny Depp, I, pe- people were posting on our Facebook um, group the, Oh yeah. Recent picture of Johnny Depp. Unfortunate. Whoa. I mean, he looks like he has He's act- working through some stuff. He looks like he has actual AIDS, Ed. He looks like he's got he's gone <laughs> full blown. Yeah. He looks like he's gone full blown. Full blown bug. Um, maybe his kid will be like a really good kid. You know, it's like maybe the maybe there's it skips a generation or something. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on that. Um bad things happening with the Sixers. But we had one of the, if not the, feel good story of the year. Yeah, maybe the, maybe the greatest story in the history of sports this week, right? <laughs> well, on Friday night in Oklahoma City, Remington Park featured a promising young race racehorse in a four hundred yard race. What? Which is which is pretty short for horses. That's short I mean, for humans. That's that's Michael Johnson ran that in like forty four seconds. <laughs> They usually run a mile or a mile and a half. I mean, I even, Oklahoma City, they probably have to do things a little unconventionally. That's crazy. 400-yard yeah, race. Uh, the horse was sired by the horse Duke Kahana Moku out of Party Eyes. Um, he's owned and trained by Jeff Dean, and the horse ran the race in 20 seconds. Wow. The horse's Twice name? as fast as Michael Johnson. Yes. Horse's name? Bofa D's Nuts. Amazing. <laughs> he amazing. paid out $7.20. Brian, is this the greatest moment in racing history? It is. 100%. Bofa D's Nuts. Like, Bofa, and, and it's worth Googling, finding the audio, because they're like, Bofa D's Nuts, Bofa D's Nuts going through. Awesome. But don't they have, isn't it like you can't have like um, big dick bandit on your license plate like there's there's a there's a there but they vet these things right these names guessing they were thrown off by bofa because like in print (laughs) it doesn't look like anything but d's nuts i mean that's (laughs) That's a that's a (laughs) well-known colloquialism i mean it's not it's not do you think the 70 year old dude dude running the track in okc (laughs) okc is really you know no what's going on. It's one thing to enter a horse in a and, race called Bofa And you can nuts. tell the announcer is super excited that he gets to do it because he goes, Bofa nuts, Bofa nuts. <laughs> Pretty awesome. That's oh, so good. If, and, I'm, if you have, and it's a reminder, if you own a horse, like you're a rich dude, yeah. be creative with the name. Yeah, 100%. You know how boring we are on the, the verge of a horse called Justify winning the triple crown like justify so boring Fucking, it's a bullshit name so, that's not a name so dull so dull so boring justify well don't they usually they do something like sort of related to their um sire or whatever like if you're oh whatever well yeah. the, both of these nuts came from like duke maka maka who <laughs> yeah that's so good oh uh, okay Bofa. um so- <laughs> Speaking of, go to the NBA. 
Yeah, let's go. Let's go back to the NBA. What's going on in Dallas? They oh, still we'll got. Tie it into we'll tie it into D's nuts. How but- how Dirk Nowitzki do this year? Is he still playing? I I feel like he was hurt most of the year. I mean, I don't pay attention so much, but one of my favorites. He's, oh yeah, the guy can I, shoot. Right. I mean, guy's awesome. <laughs> Seven feet tall. He had a great shot. He won that so anyway. one. He won that one NBA championship by himself. Like he was like over a, a, LeBron and Wade. Yeah, against the Heat. He's like, hey, guess what? I'm gonna just fucking LeBron this shit. Like you're LeBron, but watch me, LeBron. And all he did was shoot fucking off balance three pointers the whole time, and they won. It was crazy. Right. Uh, and it was like fadeaways on a seven footer. Nobody's stopping that. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Uh, what what else is going on in Dallas? Lots of well. Stuff. So Dallas, they've been conducting an internal re, uh, investigation since Sports Illustrated reported in February on the club's history of sexual harassment. Um, this week, the Dallas Morning News had some new details on the behavior of former senior account executive Chris Hyde. Per the Dallas new- Morning News, Hyde worked for the Mass for 15 years and began his pattern of behavior shortly after starting. He reportedly began showing his coworkers porn on his work computer, as well as pictures on his phone that he had taken of women in lingerie, topless, or naked. Because he also tended to, as News put it, rub himself below his belt line, he picked up the name Pants DJ. One former Mavs employee even said that Hyde brought in his own external hard drive to avoid keeping Whoa. having to keep using office computers. Five ex-Mavs employees said they never lodged formal complaints with human resources because they believed the actions were common knowledge and generally accepted by superiors. In 2008, according to the news, Hyde told a former employee that Mavs owner Mark Cuban had warned him to stop keeping erotic photos on his work computer. Despite Cuban telling Hyde he'd been fired, former employees said he eventually, he'd be fired, uh, and former employees said he eventually went back to bringing porn into the office. Hyde was fired in 2014, though he had, though it had nothing to do with his rampant porn habit. Brian, what was the end game with Pants DJ? I've, he wanted to jerk it at work. I mean, when you're warned, like, multiple times. Um, it was it's not a sexy environment. We've talked about work masturbation, but <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, so much, so much neon lights. It's not a good scene. I was, I was, at, for you. I was at a close of one of my dearest friends birthday party this weekend and he was, he turned 50 and he wanted to be roasted. So a few of his oldest friends <laughs> were up there on, it was like hundreds of people at this party. It was huge. A few of his oldest friends got up on stage with a microphone and were roasting him about, you know, his personality and stuff he did growing up. And a lot, a lot, a lot of it was about how much he used to masturbate, or maybe still does. And his parents. <laughs> That's his, a funny thing. It was so it's, funny. And his parents. It's just his, his, his identity his now. His parents were standing like five feet from me uh. the whole time. And I, I could not stop laughing. Um, I don't like. Did you did you like look at the parents to gauge reaction? What were they? Were they stone faced? Were they, they embarrassed? They were like kind of giggling, but not like belly laughing like the rest of us were. I think they were just trying to go with the flow. Uh, it was great. That was amazing. Um, I don't know. Like you got a real porn addiction if you're like to wheelbarrowing hard drives into work because you're like. I got to watch. I don't, can't possibly find enough porn on the internet or I don't have enough porn on my computer already. I need 
uh, separate. I need clouds of porn because I'm going to jerk off so much today at work. And if somebody dubs you pants DJ, yeah. don't you think like, oh, shit, I better, I better slow this down. I better, stop, I better, I better stop jacking off at work. Cause, it, <laughs> Cause you're just like, you're just like looking at porn all the time. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's a I lot mean, of, porn. I would assume he had actually something to do for the Mavs. Right. He has to actually work. Um, my question is this once, Usually once I'm finished looking at porn, like I'm good for a while. Like yeah. I don't definite I'm definitely like once I've I've used pornography, I'm definitely not gonna be using it again for the whole rest of that day and maybe even not a couple days after that. That's just where I'm and at how, right now. And the length of time. I mean how how long yeah. do you really need you can accomplish what you need to accomplish pretty quickly. Yeah, you can get it done. I mean, you know, maybe you want to take a little time to yourself and just like really love yourself, and that's okay. Even if he's teasing it out, like yeah. he could edging. probably, he could, yeah, I guess he's edging. Well, yeah, like that one, that one guy you saw in Amsterdam. Amsterdam, right, right across the way. You're trying to blow a J, and he was. He was out there, but he was. Vi- Did I send you a video of that? He I think was, I might. have. You may have. He, I, no, I think it was a picture. Um, he was vigorously right. going at it for an extended period, and anything I do vigorously usually ends pretty Gotta quickly. Be fatigue, right? Yeah, I fatigue mean, has to set in. Yeah, it's not. Once I'm going vigorous, that's I'm at the point of no return. I'm not. I'm not sure. get, looking to extend it. Did this? Did this um, Dallas guy get fired? Yeah, but they said the reason had nothing to do with jerking at work, right? Which that's kind of bullshit. Is, I mean, Sandus- Sandusky wasn't officially fired for raping boys. That's true is um is this the biggest dereliction of duty in the Dallas region since they let the president drive down the street in a <laughs> convertible? <laughs> maybe maybe that or the thin blue line. Case Who's, whose idea was that? I know it was the '60s, and it was a different time. But whose idea? Is it had to, guns in the '60s. Yeah, right. Whose idea was it to just? We'll just have the president of the fucking United States. Like we got guys running next to him because he might get shot. But what if somebody wants to shoot him from somewhere high up? Like I don't know, right there. Yeah, that's just an interesting. I mean, Dallas guys fucking they, dropped the they ball. They teed him up. For sure. They teed them up. They really did. Not cool. And uh, when you're a kid, you'd see like basic images of it. But like it wasn't until the. um, JFK. Back to the left. JFK. But it it wasn't until YouTube that I actually saw like one of the like the close up of the Zapruder. Yeah. And man, like it is graphic. Like. Yeah, there's there's nothing left of his head. Jackie's trying to connect collect his brains. She jumps right. up on the back. She's in shock. She jumps she's up on the back of the car together, like, and she's like, "Oh, doesn't work I better like get Humpty this." Dumpty. Yeah, like, like no, it's it's over. Yeah, all these pieces of his head here. We could just we need to grab that. Mm. Insane. Um, Ed, you're a guy that's doesn't mind getting into a little group sex, <laughs> and. Also, 
you value your freedoms like the rest of America. We all do. Of yeah. course. So you cannot be happy with this. And I wonder because this, you know, the Supreme court just ruled on this um, bakery that didn't, yeah. didn't want to make gay wedding cakes. They, and but aren't all wedding cakes a little bit gay also <laughs> aren't all bakers. Never mind. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, this could go to the Supreme Court because some people in Las Vegas checked into the embassy suites, which is not, I don't, I haven't checked, I haven't checked uh, uh, TripAdvisor lately, but I'm going to guess that that's in the two and a half to three star range. It's the kind of place you stay when you're, Companies got you out selling shower curtains in Des Moines, and that's just like what they have. But it didn't matter to these people because they were hosting an event called Sin City 8, where they were hoping to break the Guinness record for world's largest recorded orgy. <laughs> Uh, but uh, alas, the embassy suites people got word of this. And despite the fact that it was in Las Vegas, they were not down and they canceled the Orgier's reservation. It says, and they released a statement that said, we have reached an agreement with the group. Guests of the group are welcome to stay at our hotel, but no events of any kind associated with Sin City 8 will take place at the embassy suites. Ed, do you think this would have increased or decreased? Well, let me put it a different way. Of, I don't, I'm not sure how many people were, would have been in the world record setting orgy. Oh, 500. It said 500 people simultaneously having sex over under on number of people that you would consider having sex with in that 500, I would put it at two and a half. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would take the under. I, yeah. I, w- I would say one and a half. Like it, it could go to maybe, but probably not. Probably there's one. Somebody, I would say, I would say not zero because there's just there's got to be a chance of one. But well, somebody's got like sort of a milfy wife that you look at her and you're like, oh, she might have been pretty good back in the day. Like you could talk yourself in. But she to had her. serious childhood issues that brought her there, of course. Right, one of those deals. It's like but, it's like an episode of Real Sex where you're like, oh fuck yeah, Real Sex is on, and then you're like, oh yeah, yeah never mind. One one of the bigger bummers of my childhood. Yeah. Because it took me like five viewings to realize that it's a garbage show. No, you would always go view I mean, if you saw Real Sex was on, you're like, well, maybe this time. Like it was one of those ones <laughs> that just you just thought this is going to yeah, be. You're the like week. a battered wife. Like maybe yeah. this time is different. <laughs> right. He's changed. <laughs> right now, he's he's he promised me he's he's better than that. But my thought is they're talking about Guinness wor- record for orgy. And you have to think some people were inspired by the early 80s Guinness Book of World Records and thinking like, yeah, I'm going to learn about the next Robert Wadlow 
or the uh, yeah. the McCrary twins, the, the fat motorcycle yeah. twins. Did you see? Did you see the video of Robert Wadlow? I posted on our Facebook page yeah. this week. Love Amazing. that guy. Amazing. Yeah. No, I I, I get what you're saying. And then they're like, "No, no, you're gonna you're gonna decide how many how many dicks are gonna be in an orgy." <laughs> that's your job. That's like that's count the dongs. Is that is that more or less prestigious than the Indian guy with the really long fingernails? Hell yeah, <laughs> that was. I'd rather go orgy than that. that I think was, so. I think so. Because they all curled and yes, were very yes. yellow. Yes. Very yellow. So gross. And also, you, you immediately wonder how he cleans himself, particularly his asshole area. Like, that's my right. number one concern. One hand. If yeah. he had one hand with super long nails, yeah. he would be like, well, he's, he's at least doing most of his work yeah. with the other. 100%. Uh, well, hopefully they – these orgiers found another place to get down. Uh, Ed, a lot of people, this, it really annoys me, and this is not a political show, but a lot, I see a lot of these pundits and liberals, they talk about the, there's a blue wave coming. They're like, watch out, these midterm elections, there's going to be a blue wave. And I said, wow. and I always go, yeah, um, a Democrat won in Alabama. Barely because he was running against a pedophile. Like, slow down on your blue wave idea. The the one Republican in Western PA uh, won by, like, less than a thousand. He was, like, a war hero. Right. Like, like one guy ran as the Democrat. And, yeah. Assuming... That your opponents continue to put up the absolute worst pieces of shit in the world, then maybe. Yeah, but even if they win. do, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, we get a president who's the worst piece right. of shit in the world, and it him, doesn't seem him fun. notwithstanding. I'm, I'm talking at the local level. Um, take for instance the admitted pedophile who advocated for incest, rape. And white supremacy. That's a bold move. <laughs> running for Congress. Well, it's funny that it used to be all of those things would disqualify you from running for state office. But now it's just the pedophilia, incest, and rape because the last thing is lauded these days. Um, <laughs> an independent congressional candidate from Virginia who told the Huffington Post he was attracted to underage children and also wrote essays about sexually assaulting his ex-wife is gaining attention from people across the nation. Journalists from the Huffington Post talked to Nathan Larson on Thursday and published a report containing excerpts of Larson's blog posts and campaign manifesto that advocated for incest, rape, and white supremacy. Since then, other major news outlets have shed further light on the 37-year-old's political and social views. In conversation with reporters, Larson stated that he started two websites that served as gathering places for pedophiles and violence-minded misogynists, those websites, along with the self-titled domain, were taken down by the website host last week. But according to archives, Larson wrote a series of disturbing posts that he stood by in his interviews. He is running for Virginia's 10th congressional district. The seat is currently held by a Republican. Ed, 
what do you give this guy's odds of taking that seat? It's, it is in Virginia after all, 50-50? Yeah, I think 50-50 is a solid. I mean, this is, this is south of the Mason-Dixon line, and there have been certain trends that should surprise no one. It's true. Um, it's, it's all a huge bummer. It's all, it's just politics are such a bummer that the fact that this guy is, can just be talked about or whether, whether or not he gets 14% of the vote, like he's, he won't get 0% of the vote. He won't get zero. And like the Huffington Post can kind of fuck off and any other media that's covering this guy, like he's a real, I get that it's sensational and it's, you know, it got us to talk about it. So I guess we're kind of part of the problem too. But it's like this guy is a, a fringe kook, but he's being treated like he's a real candidate because he's able to get people clicks on the internet. So, right. But it's, I blame he's, us. He's on one level, he's not much different from these these star wars goons like it's it's pays to be sensational and terrible yeah it's true like it's you're rewarded for being terrible these days it's unfortunate so wait we should always always shame people well any chance we get let's let's end on a high note yeah i love it when this happens i don't like if you're gonna be a piece of shit on the internet Mm-hmm. This is the way to do it because it okay. makes me laugh. Somebody hijacked the Buffalo Wild Wings Twitter account <laughs> and among other things revealed its quote secret recipe. I don't know. Do you have Buffalo Wild Wings on the East Coast, Ed? I feel like I've passed them. I, I've never been to one. Yeah, one time. But but I I know they they are Prominent at like malls, yes. strip malls, kind of thing. Like I've seen them, um, but it it is funny to think that any of these corporate accounts have Twitter accounts. It, like it is kind of funny. Like is is anyone following Buffalo Wild Wings no. for reason? This is the only reason you hear about them is when they do when they, they either when they get hacked or when they pick a fight with another. <laughs> Like when Wendy's picks a fight with McDonald's or something, I think we talked about. Uh, yeah, I've never been to a Buffalo Wild Wings, but I have. One time we were wrong about a time for a movie and we like, didn't start till an hour later. And I'm like, oh, there's a, this place next door. Let's, we could, I like wings. And so let's go in there. And then we walk, I walked in the door and I just, the vibe of the place was like a, was like a cold wind, like an Arctic wind hit me in the face. And I'm like, Oh no! I could never consume food in this room, and I just turned around and I walked out. So I, I've never I will defend people for going to a place like that. In just, I've been places right. where it's the only in, thing where it's the only game in town. I'll never defend people yeah. going to Papa John's. No, but or for a place like you just want a bar with televisions, like. I can't disparage. I happen to live in a place where there's just endless bars with with TVs and stuff. Right. But and social but, clubs, <laughs> yeah, and social clubs with gold chains. But but no, I've never been to one. 
Uh, well, do you want to hear some of the um, hackers? So they, they hacked it and they're yeah. like, hey, look at me. I'm, a, I'm on Buffalo Wild Wings Twitter. Yes, like, ah. sort of. Well, take, okay. for instance, this one. Tommy thinks that glove is a bald midget with a small dick. <laughs> Rem- reminder that Wendy's touches kids. Stupid <laughs> nonces. Is that, is, it, is that like some other countries? I don't know what a nonce is. Uh, our secret recipe. This is the best one. Our secret recipe is Tommy's cum. That's what makes our wings so good. Exclamation point. And then the like winky emoji. Uh, reminder that Madeline McCann has been missing for nine years. Oh, this, this is from England. Uh, these are British. These are British people. Yeah. And so there's Buffalo Wild Wings in England. I don't know. I think just English hackers. Oh, that that Madeline McCann. The parents did it, right? The parents always do but it. Did, yeah, and it was as I, I never fully paid no, attention. No, me either. But wasn't wasn't the deal that like they were on vacation yeah, in, in Portugal, Portugal yeah. and they're like. Let's leave our three-year-old in a in a hotel room with in the, Portugal with by, the door unlocked. by herself. Yeah. Oh no, she was sleeping, and we just went to dinner and left the door unlocked, and her in the what? room. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, when your kid is like that little, like you have somebody standing guard, like it's a, a precious jewel. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the <laughs> I I made an Insta story. I won't play the song, but the uh. I, I took my daughter to her open house at school the other day and we we're walking and she's 10 and we we're walking across the street. And when we went to walk across the street, across the street, instinctually, I just reached back and grabbed her hand and walked, walked. And right. she's like, dad, I can cross the street. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel safer this way. It's like who would, you couldn't leave your three-year-old in, in <laughs> Portugal of all places. So you could, you You're know, cool, right? Yeah, right. you Liz, Lisbon's Lisbon's fine, right? right? You're you're good. Don't worry. If anything goes wrong, we've left the door unlocked, so <laughs> nothing to stress about. Yeah, the parents definitely did it. Uh, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Okay, Ed, it is time. Somebody was just tweeting me, Dean. Dean likes to get his emails in at the end of the show, and I normally don't check my phone. He's timing shit. He, huh? he likes to time shit. He's emailed us. So he he's made it under the wire. We have a couple other emails, but let's first bring on our very own pop culture correspondent. She comes on each and every week to get very close to the microphone <laughs> and enunciate all her words despite her hindrance of an accent she brings us all the pop culture news the stuff we wouldn't know about otherwise because we're into man shit like Tommy's come on the Buffalo Wild Wings page <laughs> uh, she joins us now of course I am talking about the one and only fancy sauce fancy how are you oh, some problems with the mic stand hey guys how's it going good what, I could never get this quite yeah, right what would you like it to do I just would like this part to not droop like that. Uh, hold on. I've heard that before. Hold on. <laughs> yes. Standing is up. That better? Sticking straight up at my face yeah, is how I like it. Yeah. That is your preference. That is what my understanding. Uh, okay. Quickly, let's do some email. Let's see what let's Dean. Let's get into it. Dean Can was... I get a sip of um, water? Uh, yeah. I'm in charge of that too. 
Uh, okay. I like to make Brian do stuff for me as soon as I sit down. Question. Oh, this is for Brian and Ed. Brian and Ed, since this is a sports podcast of record, I was wondering which sporting event you'd most like to attend. Thanks, Dean. P.S. Thanks for dialing back on all the abortion jokes. Uh, Ed Daly, the, I'm going to guess yours. It's going to be the, um, NCAA championship featuring, um, Gary Williams, a very fired up Gary Williams, Maryland basketball team. Is oh, it, the O2 championship. No, I'm just saying, no, oh, I, I assumed he was still the coach there. And then, so no, that would be your dream for like five, six years. Oh, okay. Um, the one thing I will say about big time sporting events is they kind of get taken over by corporate seats and rich people. So kind of like just regular season, like people very excited to be there and actual fans. Yeah. That tends to be better. Like I agree. I've been to a Super Bowl and it was just the cool part was seeing famous people before the game, but the crowd is kind of not into it. Uh so I would just say, like, if there's a their big rivalry game, something something exciting that way. Oh, right. So like Duke, North Carolina, Cameron. Well, well there you're you're cheering for Scud. Oh, 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 oh. But, uh, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the the championships those cost the most money, and totally. the more money it costs, the worse the the group of people that are there. So mine, I would like to go to. Um, the Kentucky Derby, I think, would be a cool one to go to. Me too. The no, you don't get to copy mine. <laughs> the um, the F, the Grand Prix of Monaco. I want to go to that. Too. I think that would be hey, cool. But but yeah, what car racing and especially a Grand Prix, you're only seeing a small part of the race, right, but right? it's still pretty badass. I don't know. It's in Monaco. Hold on, I've got more. Um, Wimbledon. I would love to go to. I also want to go to that. I would love I've to been go to the U.S. Open and tennis. At least you can bounce around. Yeah, like the earlier rounds. Go out and get a drink. If 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 a uh, a match sucks, even if I'm not a big tennis guy, right. but if a match sucks, you just walk to the next court go over. Watch another and match. Could be something good. Like they're they're in the early rounds. There are 15 matches going on at once. Right. I would like to go to like a big. I like rugby. So like a big like. Um, England, Wales, or, or, you know, like the rugby world cup, like a big, um, big uh, rugby world cup final would be cool. Um, what else? The Indy 500. What about the Olympics? Mm, I've been to some Olympic shit. I've been to some Olympics. Uh, they can, they can be LA. Yeah. The 84 Olympics. I went to a bunch of shit. Well, I shouldn't be learning new stuff. Volleyball. That was pretty now. Oh Yeah. With my with my um, college chum Misty May, yes, I saw what her, that might have been our last Olympics in London. Yeah, I saw them. I I went to Taekwondo and oh sick. Yeah, I went to some random stuff. Those are those are fun. Yeah, I saw you, a handball. You get Eastern Europeans so cool. going crazy. I like that kind of shit. Yeah, I like weird sports like that. Um, don't ask me why Misty May and I were in college at the same time. When she's so much younger than me, that's not that's not something I'm prepared to answer. Who's Misty May? She's the one. She's of the, the, the greatest yeah. uh, beach volleyballer. Her and and uh, Carrie Walsh. Carrie Walsh. Yep. They th- that team won Multiple, the most. Three time gold medalist, I believe. Yeah. Um, so not into beach volleyball. Yeah, I I went to the '84 Olympics. I saw Detlef Schrempf tear it up for West Germany. 
There you go. Um, and I went and I saw the USA baseball team at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I've been around. Uh, Kate, what about you? There's some dressage thing. Kate loves. Kate's a horse rider. Oh, that's like when the horses to, are hopping all, around. Yeah. I'd like to go to all international equestrian events. Yeah, there's one where they do where they do dressage. Wow. Prancing and, and jumping, but there's one cross country where they race. Where the, yeah, three day eventing. That's the cross country portion of the three day event. Yeah, three day. So eventing. one day is dressage where yep. they like prance around the ring. Yep, and the top hats. Yes, yep. and tails. Yep. The other one is just regular Ooh, show jumping in a ring over here. jumps. Mm-hmm. And then the last day. Or the last event, the third event is the cross country, yeah, which is like over an outdoor place. course, which is like big jumps, water jumps. They have to gallop okay. up hills. Is yeah. your place one of those days with jousting? Yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> jousting. Hey, uh, let somebody get fucked up. Uh, okay, a couple of people wanted to weigh in. We were discussing last week the where the royal couple would be honeymooning, and it was in Jasper, Alberta, mm-hmm. Canada. That's right. And apparently, that place we have some of our Canadian listeners have weighed in and apparently that place is pretty sick baller and kate hashtag current episode hashtag every episode hashtag friday facts despite growing up and going to college around calgary calgary i had to move to edmonton for work in the late 90s i like when these guys give you a lot of background where i lived until i moved to houston Edmonton is the closest city to Jasper and a go-to for skiing in the winter, hiking, boating, etc. in the summer. The Jasper Park Lodge is a former CP hotel, which were built by the railroad, luxury resorts, blah, 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 uh, owned by the Fairmont. These hotels are baller. No riffraff allowed. Big money. The Royals have for generations either stayed in Banff or Jasper at either Fairmont into the, in those two places. Key element to complement the awesome scenery, privacy. No matter how long your lens is or how great you can fly that drone, Mr. Paparazzi is going to need to be a mountain lion to get a great pick of the newlyweds getting it on in the mountains. Keep up the good work on the podcast. Doug, the Canadian living in Houston. Thank you for that, Doug. Yeah, the pictures I'm looking at now, it looks like a Bob Ross picture. Yeah, we were kind of talking shit. Uh, Dear Brian, Ed, and Fancy, thanks for the call out last week and the opportunity to deliver a report from the field here in Alberta, Canada. I can, in fact, attest to the plushness of the Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge. There is little not to like about the place. Spectacular Mm -hmm. setting, top-notch food. Mm -hmm. Kate, I'll put this on the list. we got to go there. Sounds amazing. Top-notch food and drink, plenty of wildlife, and probably remote enough for the newlyweds to relax and avoid the paparazzo. Mm -hmm. That being said, I've been a bit disappointed in the media coverage of the couple's choice of destination, including the fancy pop report. I'd never go so far as to accuse anyone of placism, but I'm pretty sure the implication is that Alberta may be a bit rustic for the royal family. While I don't mind being branded a redneck, after all, Alberta is the Canadian Texas, I do object to being lumped in with the hayseeds and the peckerwoods. (laughs) I'll have fancy know that we are not just a bunch of Kenora dinner jacket wearing hosers up here. We've got class and I want the world to know it. Putting indignation. But do you have ass? Putting, oh, I'm sure they do. Putting indignation. I love that hosers are used. <laughs> it's great. Putting indignation aside, I think I can offer up some local insight and what I believe to be the real reason behind Harold and Meghan's choice of destination. The Fairmont is famous for its executive floor 
Honor Bar. Honor with a U, of course. Nothing says Canadian Rockies like a sweet Brian Beckner eggnog-sized three to four ounce pour of rye while only owning up to a single measure on that drink. <laughs> The honor bar. I love, I love it. This is the quintessential Canadian travel experience, the vaunted three-knuckler. You can add that to the TVL Canadian Dictionary. Sadly, that is about as classy as we can hope for up here in Alberta. Getting over at the honor bar. The truth hurts, I guess. All the best, Clark and Calgary, TBL patron. Love, Clark. I just want to weigh in here. Clark was not – I was not insinuating that Alberta is – Full of rednecks. No. Not a very fine place. I'm sure it is. Just didn't seem like your typical honeymoon destination. Saskatchewan's where all the rednecks are. It's a royal destination. I'm sure it's gorgeous, though. Well, if you look, I was looking at the menus here at the Orso Trattoria at that place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're they're offering up $30 omelets and eggs benedict. Oh, this is This is big time. That's baller. Look, Brian and I will go there. Yeah, we'll go there. We'll review it for you guys, okay? Yeah. Is there a ski hill? I kind of want to go there yeah. myself. Um, I will definitely go there. Uh, and I assume they go there because of the... Um, the Moose's Nook Chop House? No, the um, because it used to be a British colony or whatever. What do they call that? Where you guys are all part of the... Commonwealth. 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 Yeah. They have the Commonwealth Games. Yes. Uh, quick question. Another email. Quick question. What is the proper etiquette for when a hot chick sits on your lap? Is she expecting to feel some driftwood or will she be impressed at your dong control? Thanks. Left in Laguna. Interesting question. Kate, you have, I have seen on your Facebook, you have a picture of yourself sitting on Quentin Tarantino's lap. We've discussed that on the show before. Did he, were you hoping? Did you sit or were pulled in? I don't remember. Yeah, I think this is before he pulled. This must have been before it he prior assaulted to you. Being assaulted with a bottle of water, uh, like waterboarding. Did, did you notice him getting a? Did he? Did he ask to see your feet? No, he was on massive amounts of Molly. Whoa! Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, you don't know what he was on or no, not. He was. Appeared, did he show you as Mister Blonde? He appeared yes. to be impaired. Did he try to cut your ear off? Very sweaty. When stuck in the middle with you. Very dilated pupils. But went so maybe not a good example. When you do sit now, you are betrothed at this point. um, Mm -hmm. But in but like during the day at work when I sit on people. Yeah, when you go in your boss's office and have a seat on his lap, are you kind of hoping to get? Is there ever a scenario where you sit on a guy's lap? On purpose, where it's not super sexual, um, right? It it is a sex. You wouldn't sit on somebody's it's... lap innocently, right? No, not at all. I'm trying to think. I might have done it like yes. in years gone by right. to like a friend, if, a guy that's a friend. But that's that's more on the knee. A gay area. friend, or like, would you expect? Yeah. Would you be surprised by an erection if a, if you're sitting on a guy's lap? No. Couldn't I mean, be. I guess not, but you... I would be like. Dude, you're kind of hoping. You're kind of hoping to coax one, though, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's. That's the whole thing about it. It's like it's like the foot rub and right. Like, let's let's see how quickly fiction. I can I can get him from six to midnight. Where it's like it's not sexual, but it kind of is, mm-hmm. right? It's like it's the unstated I mean, sexual the part. I've given, given, yeah. given it a lot of thought. Right. I'm not well, going around strategically sitting on dudes' laps to see what kind of well. 
reaction. Maybe you should. Stoke. Maybe you should start do. Well, maybe, I do now. I just. Uh, I was going to say. I'm okay. starting to think. I'm going to start sitting in guys' lives. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe and we should, should. Maybe we should start gathering do data. A study this week. Yeah. For us. Um, I say go ahead and rope up, Lef. Like. Yeah. Chick sits on your lap. I, just my whatever happens. You can't control it anyway. You right? can't. You can't. Like if it's coming no. up, it's you know unless you. And if she yeah, think about you, hot garbage and like, grandmother. Just yeah. Give her the old shrug. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Do? I got a dick here and it gets hard when it gets close to butts. Oh. You know? Are we talking about dongs in my segment? No, you're kind of far away from the mic though. So, uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop this week on episode 223 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast? Well, today was a sad day. We lost a fashion, I would say, oh, icon. Horrible news. Kate Terrible. Spade. Everyone's def- heard of Kate She's Spade. definitely an icon, yeah. yeah. Kate Spade, um, very prolific handbag and accessories designer. I sold mean, her company like a for big for billions what, like of dollars. Good 15, 20 year. Yeah. Run. yeah. And, and built from scratch. Like yeah. she. It was her thing. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do these bags. And she blew the fuck up with them. Everybody had a Kate Spade bag That's for a true. while. And she was able to sell her company for a couple of billion. Yep. Um, sadly, she hung herself. Oh, horrible. It looks like it uh, this morning. She was found in her home about 1020 this Just morning. Awful. She hung herself um, by a doorknob, which seems yeah. like... Extra commitment, like a scarf, right? Yeah, yeah. Extra commitment because I feel like you could get out of that. I believe um, Robert Robin Williams also did the same thing, and I' not hundred percent sure, but I think sometimes people, when they do this, they mm-hmm. um, they tie their hands also, so they can't. So they can't. Rescue. There's no going back. It is so hard. It is so hard as someone that is not. Um, deeply depressed to imagine the lengths that these people would go to, to Mm -hmm. end their own lives. It is so terrible and it is so temporary. If you have these feelings, just ask someone for help. They will help you. You do not have to feel that way all the time. You can get better. And I think, I think as a, I think people when they're not, they're not thinking about it. People can be assholes, but I think if you really need help, there are people everywhere that want to help you. Yeah, it's like, true. hundred percent. You know, like people can be consumed with themselves, but if somebody is like, yeah, I'm really going through some bad shit. People rise to the occasion. You all would the time. be surprised For how sure. many people For sure. want to help. You're, uh, you're, you're never alone. Strangers will help you. It doesn't matter. There are people that have been in the situation you are in, no matter what it is, and they will do whatever it takes to help you get better. Kate's left her position. I don't know what the next story is. Nope. Just need to bang around in the kitchen a yeah, little bit. Hadn't made enough noise. She drank all my water, and now she's refilled it with about two sips worth. Well, the assistant didn't get me any water. I bring my own So, water. Kenneth Cole, also a... Big time. Yeah, he full designer. Yeah, he makes those bad squared off loafers. He made a a bit of of an unfortunate tone deaf tweet um, about Kate. He said, she alone didn't change the handbag world, but she was an inspiring accessory. Yeah, why would you? Why would you? What? What kind of dickish tweet is that? Is that? So fun. That's a, that's like Trumpish. So yeah, let me, let me, up in arms let me make about it that. about myself. Let me minimize her. Right. 
So he deleted it and then wrote um, a slightly better one, but never apologized for the first one. So uh, bad. I didn't know Kenneth Cole was a real person. It sounds yeah. like yeah. Exxon, like just something that's right. sort of made up for corporate purposes. Yes, 100%. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? Um, in dating news, Kendall Jenner, yes. daughter of Caitlyn and Chris Jenner. Right. She has been linked to ASAP Rocky, the rapper. Yes. Yeah. Most recently, Blake Griffin. Yep, before Ooh. he got traded. I, that's a tough most, act to follow. Most recently, it's going to be tough to follow that one. Most, most recently, she is dating Philadelphia 76er Ben Simmons. Yeah, well, yeah, Aussie. Apparently, there's some question about that. Yeah, he's Aussie, Ben Simmons. Well, they're definitely hanging out. They're hanging out. But, I don't know the status of their relationship. But also, breaking news, last night, she was seen making out with Gigi Hadid's brother. That's true. Who looks Anwar. who I would keep my distance from because I'm not a physician. I haven't seen his blood tests, but from my I perspective, I think that's just a bad picture with the dyed blonde hair. I saw a picture of him, and he looks like he has the actual AIDS, full blown. It is an unfortunate look. The yeah. BB Hadid is that who he is? Anwar. Anwar Hadid. Yeah. He's 18. He's a little younger than. He's AIDS team. Kendall. I think Kendall's maybe 24. Yeah. Um, so maybe that was 22. just a, maybe that was just a publicity thing. Yeah, They're probably mom must be, must, mom, yeah. parents must maybe have done a great job. fun last night, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's cool how your whole self-worth is what NBA player or That's famous true. person you can be with. Well, it's, it's fun. There's a playbook for that. Apparently. Yeah. It helps. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, do you know Laura Prepon? Yeah, she's, yeah. A sci- she's a Scientologist. Seventy show, yep. Seventy show right. and Orange is the New Black. She yep. just got married to Ben Foster, who's previously longtime boyfriend of very sexy Robin Wright. Yeah, he's like he, plays a great scumbag. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a he's a really good actor. They had a child together, and they just got married. Yeah, he he was engaged to Robin Wright. That, Robin that's Wright a little May Decemberish, right? Yeah, at least at Could least twenty years more difference. Like physically opposite, really. Right, she's right. very tall, big. Yeah. Um, not big, but she's just a taller. Yeah. Person, bigger, right. taller frame. Yes. Um, you ever seen the, Hell or High Water? Yes. No. Oh well, no, I didn't see that. Red hair. Oh, that's one of the best movies the last few years. Um, just different. Robin Wright is petite, kind of lithe body, he, older. Yes. So they were engaged, he and Robin Wright, and they did the ultimate bogan move of mm-hmm. getting yeah, each other's do this. getting each other's initials. Well, I'm not going to do it, but Brian is some kind of matching ring finger tattoo. tattoo. And then immediately they were broken up, and he was engaged to L- Laura Prepon, and she was pregnant. So, oh, I hope that works out. Laura Prepon's voice is not my cup of tea. No, do you? Th- think she's like i need you before we can tie the knot do you think they're getting they're tying the knot at the celebrity center and do you think that they're gonna do they're gonna audit each other first and do some e-meter readings mm-hmm. in front so of, is probably is um robin wright a um suppressive person oh she now? might be she get, yeah she might be she could be now, she could yeah. be an sp that's a really good point i didn't think about that yeah 
Princess Bride is also suppressive bride. <laughs> Good point. Uh, Kate, what else? Good one. Um, you remember this uh, Jordan Rogers, Aaron Rogers' brother, who was on The Bachelor? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Vanderbilt quarterback. Jojo. Scrub. Bachelorette. Don't you, Jojo don't you have to be them? smart to go to Vanderbilt? Not to play football. Nah, to, Not play, to play football. football. To play. James Franklin was the coach there. Right. Nah. Um, yeah, he's so he was on The Bachelor. He won the heart of Jojo. Right. His brother Aaron, at the time The Bachelor was on, I think, was dating actress Olivia Munn. Yes. And mm. Aaron was at that time not speaking to the family. Yes. And Jordan and Jojo went home to meet Jordan's parents, and Aaron was um, missing from that family trip. I right. mean, he's busy playing football. No, they're, stuff, they're estranged. It's they no. Ex- I don't know why he's estranged anyway. Olivia went on Andy Cohen's radio show, and she hasn't really spoken about Aaron since yes. they broke up, but she started talking about the family, and this got Jordan all up in arms about As why she's talking about it. But yeah. she didn't say anything. It was a relationship. She's allowed to talk mm, about it if she wants. Mm, why? Keep my name out your mouth. Keep my family's name out your I'm mouth. We're talk not, all about you. We're not together anymore. <laughs> like, move on, lady. He, yeah. Andy asked questions. She yeah. said, I haven't really spoken about it. Okay, that's fair. And she didn't really say much at all. Oh, what'd to she be say? Honest. Well, she I'll just said that she encouraged Aaron to reach out to the family. Oh. That he did. And then things were okay. And he started coming up to Green Bay in 2014, and then it just went south. And that's all she said. Oh, Big deal. Oh, interesting. Shut up, Jordan. But jo- but Jordan has a different opinion? What, what's he say? He just sounds like he wants to, like, he sounds bitter, like he wants to be, have yeah. his name in the... He probably wants his brother back in his life. Well, and that devil woman don't blame took him her. away. I will say, I'm not an Olivia Munn fan, but I, What's she done to I you? did some, one time see some pictures of her. That I was not, I did not mean to look at. Why are you a at. fan? What has she done to you? I'm just not a fan of hers. And, uh, but not personally. You just mean like acting. Well, I have heard things about her that she's not very nice. But. Oh, Brian's. Yeah. Really oh. close to Mr. Inside Track. But I, but I will say this. <laughs> do, do you know how uh, the, the volume? I don't know because the pictures, they weren't videos. But I did see Sorry, some. Sorry, I didn't realize my husband had like personal feelings about Olivia Munn. Do you call her Liv? Like, do you, how close are you with her? I did see some pictures of her one time that I didn't, that I saw by accident. And I can attest that she is. Okay. Let's not be reductive. Extremely naughty. Moving on. Is she That's, allowed? No, she might be. Moving she on. seems like she would be. Yeah. She's appears to be game for anything. That's all I'll say. Yes, oh, Kate? I don't like her anyway. So moving yeah, I'm on. not really a fan. Um, is this North Korea summit happening? It's on, it's I, off. It's on, it's off. It's like a very on again. I already again. bought my Nobel Prize coins, right. so I, I need it to happen. Yes. I want one of those. It's going down in Singapore, apparently. Yeah. You know who's going to be there? No. Yes. Are they going to do, do it at that hotel that you made a TV show about? Um, I don't know where they're saying. The, uh, oh, Marina Bay Sands? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, a, oh wait. Question. Yeah. North Korea must be a member of the 96 Bulls. Am I right? Yes. You would be right. Dennis the Worm Rodman. Right. Newport Beach OP resident. In attendance. Yeah. Of course. He's going to broker peace. <laughs> I mean, he just might. Crazier things have happened. Yeah. 
I mean, he might end up snagging that Nobel Peace Prize right under from under yeah, Donald well, Trump's nose. He's no, he knows angles. Like he would be able to get the rebound. That's for sure. Oh, they're staying at Sentosa. That oh, makes sense. Sentosa. Mm, very nice. Mm, very, very nice yes. resort in Singapore. Mm, fantastic. Beautiful. Just don't don't spit your gum out on the sidewalk. No, you'll get lashed. You'll get caned. Yeah, but you're allowed to just regular spit like, anywhere you fucking want. Like Michael Fay. Is that true? I think so. Oh. Uh, what else, Kate? Anything? Um, Tori Spelling, Tori and Dean have made oh. California's 500 top tax delinquents list. Really? <laughs> Um, the couple Surprise, because allegedly- I would think she has her shit together. Right. couple allegedly owe the state $282,000. Also on that list is comedian Chris Tucker blaming poor accounting and Chris bad Tucker? business management when he settled his giant textbook after the government placed a $2.5 million lien against him in Georgia four years ago. Um, there's some other people that whose names I don't really know. Read them. I'll know who they are. Um, well, there's this David Glasser who was forced out as COO of the Weinstein Company, oh. allegedly owes eight hundred thousand. Yeah, um, so we don't fuck around with taxes. Yeah, Ted Field, son of Marshall Field, oh, longtime the- owner of the Chicago Sun Times. Yeah, um, which was a good paper oh, and then was turned to shit. Actor, by actor, exhibit. Oh, he was a rapper. Oh, exhibit owes taxes? He owes a couple hundred thousand dollars. X going to give it to He's you. Pimp, direct- pimp, pimp, pimp my... No, X going to give it to you as DMX. Oh. This is shocking. Exit. Well, there shouldn't be two X guys. Nick Cassavetes, who's an avid poker player, owes $250,000. He's in Face Off. He's in Face Off. He's the, he's the bald gay genie in <laughs> <Yeah>. Face Off. <laughs> he's, um, not, he's not winning... Off the off his uh, residuals from Senior that. Macy Gray. What? Two hundred forty thousand dollars. There's people that owe more than that. They're just trying to get famous people's yeah. names in there. Oh yeah, this is just celebrities. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, very interesting. Tours. All right. Uh, my last story, which I'm not actually a fan of. Oh, interesting. I'm, it's weird. This, it's weird that this, you selected it. I hate this story. Yeah. It shouldn't be a story. Oh. It's a story because of how huge her breasts are, I'm sure, is the only reason. Oh, interesting. Ice, like where the story starts. wife, Coco. Oh, Coco T. I love Coco T. breastfeeding oh. her nearly three-year-old child. Oh, yeah. I bet, oh. I bet you. Anytime the kid can walk up and ask for a change of outfits, it's a problem. Hey, Ed, it's the best thing you can feed your child at any age. It's still a toddler. Like, it's fine. It's fine. She can still breastfeed. I bet oh, three is, three is a lot. And it's probably it's, more you like You start to a, remember shit when you're three. Ed, it's more Ed, like Ed. a putting, like when I put it down to sleep. It's like a soothing but, thing. Yeah. It would, I mean, it would soothe, I mean, it would soothe you, the fuck out of Everyone me. has like a flash memory of their, when they're three. You don't want that to be the one that pops up. I don't. I would I mean, like. Don't you? I would like to be put to sleep that way every night. I imagine she uh-huh. she breastfeeds her three year old child and her sixty year old yeah. husband. When you lay in bed tonight, I want you to think about breastfeeding. I like that she called her <laughs> off child cocoa tea Chanel off of mom. <laughs> don't be gross, Ed. <laughs> uh, all right, is that it, Kate? Do you think there's someone out there who has children named like Gucci, Fendi? Yes, Louis? of course. Chanel. Yes. In China, for I sure. Want, I want to know. Someone sent me those stories. In China, in... Uh, I'm sure Tom Jones' kid in, has a cool name. Probably in Newark. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. 
Well, if he's from Delaware, it would be Newark. Newark, oh my Delaware. God, my dog Gucci. Yeah, you should. Gucci gang. All right, is that it? That's it. Okay, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Excellent job, Kate. Thank you for joining me. Hey, anytime. Ed Daly, fantastic work. You sounded beautiful tonight. We just killed it. Did you guys guys sound gorgeous? Yeah, we sounded gorgeous. Mm -hmm. We sounded. You know what we sounded? What? Girthy. Thick. Yeah, we did. We did sound pretty girthy. Like maybe not the deepest show, but we banged the shit out of the sides. We were pretty girthy tonight. We were pretty Mm. thick. Okay, for Kate McManus. That would be me. For Ed Daly. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode two hundred twenty-three. Of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye.